welcome back to Braille Talk Tuesday. Before we get into the episode, we're going to read our tarot cards for February. Yay! What did you say? My card for February was the Upside Down High Priestess. So, she stands for a female stuck in her ways, or things that have already been discovered in your life, or they're going to come into play in February. Okay. So, I'm nervous. (laughs) Mine was the Two of Pentacles, and it was upside down. So, it's pretty much no change. I'm going to be financially stable, and my workload is going to be light. That shmoney. That shmoney. Tax return, bitch. Yes. All right. Well, come back in March. I mean, come back every day, but <laughs> in March, we'll tell you what happened in February, and then we'll read our March cards. Yay. Now, let's get into the show. This episode is dedicated to my father, Thomas Long, who I lost a year ago today. Hello everyone and welcome back to Real Talk Tuesday. As always, I'm Tabby. And I'm Ashley. And today's episode is about losing a parent or loved one. It's going to be a very emotional. Yeah, so if you cry, I'm sorry. (laughs) Okay, let's get into this episode. Okay, are you ready? I'm ready. All right, so do you want to tell the listeners who you lost? I lost my dad a year ago today. Aww. It was very emotional because, like, when you see someone else's, like, parent or grandpa that you're really close to pass away, you all, well, I always thought, like, that's never going to happen to me. Yeah. My parents are going to live forever. Yeah. And then when it does happen to you, it's like, like it took me a while, like, no, when I go to my mom's house, he's going to be there. Oh. Like you, it didn't hit you? No, it didn't hit me. Oh. And it was, it was very hard. Yeah, I can, I can imagine. It sucked. <laughs> so, so tell us a little bit, like how, how it happened, like how did, how did he pass? Or what he passed from? Um, we'll have to go all the way back to 2003, 2004. Okay. That's when he first got sick, which is kind of ridiculous. Yeah. Because he got cirrhosis of the liver. Okay. And what's that? It's caused by two different things. Okay. <clears throat> Being an alcoholic. Okay. Or hepatitis C. Did your dad drink? No. He got hepatitis C from... He was stationed in Fort Leonardwood, no, Fort Lauderdale, Fort Lauderdale, Florida. Okay. And there was something in the water. Oh no. So it caused him to have hepatitis C. Ugh. Yeah, and we found out like after he passed away that he never made a claim about it. Yeah. So my mom couldn't get any money from the military for that because I guess it happened to a couple people. <sighs> Oh no. So the hepatitis C caused the cirrhosis of the liver. Okay. And you think like, oh, he's not an alcoholic. Let's get him a new liver. Yeah. They did not tell him. They told him in January, not January. Like yeah, like the beginning of January of last year. They told him that he's 
his liver's too far gone for them to even give him a new liver. So they, so they didn't even like put him on a list. Start the process. No, he never got on a donation no. list. No. And that was you said back in two thousand and three, mm-hmm. two thousand four. Yeah, he got sick, uh, kind of right after his dad passed away. Is when he like first went to the hospital. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Sounds painful too. Mm-hmm. Did he have lots of pains and stuff because yeah. of it? Yeah. And like the thing that's kind of fucked up is his cousin, who is an alcoholic, yeah, got a brand new liver. <gasps> Shut up. Same hospital. I think at Adina, which my dad was mainly... Every time he'd go to Adina, like when he'd have an episode... Yeah. They would do the same exact thing. Like, oh, we don't know what to do. We don't know what's wrong with him. Let's send him up to Ohio State. So you'd think after, like, the first five times of him going to the hospital... Yeah. They would just... Okay, he's here. Take him up to Ohio State right now. Instead of trying to... Yeah. Just letting him sit there with pain. Right. Right. Not Not being able to help him. Right. Exactly. And it was... He was, he made a, at my dad's service, they were like, hey, does any family members want to, like, tell a story? And, uh, my dad's cousin stood up and, like, started telling a story, and he said something like, uh, I took one of his toys or something like that, and in my head I'm like, you also took his liver, pretty much. <laughs> I mean, it wasn't my dad's liver, but still. Right, the opportunity yeah, yeah. to get one. Mm-hmm. That's awful. I couldn't imagine being in that kind of a pain and, you know, you're fighting for this country and then you go on base. That's where it all started. Yeah. Poor guy. So, um... Did he ever get? Did he ever start to like get better, get back to normal, or like live? Um, he would. From it didn't start getting really, really bad until like two, two years ago. He probably went to. That's probably when he started going to the hospital the most times. A lot. Yeah. Cause like. My mom got surgery on her knee, so she wasn't home. So my dad was home alone. I remember that, yeah. And the hospital and courthouse called me at like 10 o'clock at night and was like, hey, we think we have your dad here. And I'm like, what? And at this time it was snowing. Yeah. He got off at 3 o'clock. Someone found him, leaned over on his car. At five o'clock. Yeah. So he was outside for two and a half hours, just <sighs> passed out because the medicine that he was supposed to take, it made him have really bad diarrhea. Yeah. But if he didn't take it, he would like forget where he's at or what he's doing. Really? So either way, and he didn't want to take it while he's at work. Yeah. That's understandable. Yeah. Poor guy. Yeah, and it happened a lot. Like, he wouldn't take his medicine, and it would happen a lot. Like, one day, it was, like, a Saturday. So, was this medicine supposed to cure it, or, like, just to, like, prolong his health? Prolong his health. Keep him healthy. Keep him out of the hospital, pretty much. Okay. But, like, his... He... It was, like, a... He worked Monday through Friday. Mm Mm-hmm. And it was, like, a Saturday or something, and he had his pajama pants on and his coat on. And my mom's like, what are you doing? He's like, I gotta go to work. And she's like, 
no you don't it's Saturday and he's like no I have to go to work oh, and like so. he like didn't know what was going on so she had to call the ambulance Aww. and like he would refuse to go because he hated he hated missing work not that he had to go to work because it was Saturday yeah but he in his mind he thought it was yeah he hated missing work like, I, he would get home from the hospital, and then, like, the next day, he'd go back to work. What? Yeah. That's crazy. What a wonderful man. Yeah, he loved work. <clears throat> That's crazy. So, when did it, when did it hit you, like, that you were, that it, it was getting really, really bad, and that you might lose him? Um, probably last January. My mom called me, and she said that, she's like, you need to go meet your dad at the hospital. And I'm like, okay. And when I got there, he was like, he was kind of like passed out, but he was like still like moving around like he was in pain. Yeah. And he didn't know, like he would open his eyes, but he would like look through you instead of at you. Like he wasn't aware. Yeah, and like... This was, he was at Adina, and he was at Adina for probably about three hours before they took him up to OSU. So, and like, the doctors would ask me, like, if anything were to happen, do you know who has the say in whether we shut off the machines or not? And I was like, I don't know. And I kept like telling my mom, like, you cannot make this decision. I know you can't. Because my mom doesn't handle emotions like you and me do. She handles emotions because she has cerebral palsy, so she's a little bit slower. Yeah. And I was like, you you can make me it if you want. I am a million percent glad she did not make me the next of kin. Yeah. Because I couldn't have handled it. Yeah, I mean, knowing that me and you are both married trying to put myself in that situation of your mom and then you know Levi I don't think I could either make that call Mm -hmm. to essentially lose the person that you spent your entire life with yeah like oh even thinking about it just makes me so sad I can imagine to that to be your mom in that situation you as the daughter Mm -hmm. it was very hard so at the time I was like yeah I can do it yeah. But I'm... I couldn't have. Yeah. I... Mm-mm. I don't blame you. So who was the one that they signed power of attorney? My brother. Okay. And, like... Was he in Ohio then? Mm-mm. No? He didn't come up to Ohio until... He didn't get up to Ohio until it was on a Sunday when he got up. And then he passed away on the next day. My dad kept saying, like, because on Sunday we all went up there, me, my Dustin, the kids, my grandma, his brothers and sisters, all of our cousins, they went up there, and he kept saying, like, it's okay. He kept saying, I'm so tired, I'm so tired, but I want to see Gary. Oh, so he waited for your brother then. Yeah, and, like, on... Sunday he had a mask on 
because I went up there the Friday because you watched the kids for me that Friday when I went up and talked to him and he just had the nose thing yeah and he was talking perfectly fine and he was like I just want to go home I'm gonna die here I just want to go home and I'm like I know dad I'm sorry like you can't go home right now I'm like I wish I would have brought the kids with me so he could have talked to them because the mask kind of like muffled his voice okay and um he was like really thirsty and stuff but they weren't allowed to remove the mask unless my brother said yeah remove the mask because if they took the mask off he could have ran out of oxygen and passed away so he couldn't breathe without it Mm -mm. so he couldn't drink and he wanted something to drink yeah it was very hard like being up there I can't imagine. Yeah, and we had to, like, explain to Corbin, like, hey, you need to tell him you love him as much as you can, because this might be the last time that you talk to him. And Corbin was old enough to know. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That's so sad. I didn't, I knew a lot of this, but I didn't know, like, all of the details. Yeah. It sucked. I'm, I'm so sorry. I mean, I'm getting better at, like, dealing with it. There's times where I'll just, like, randomly start crying. Yeah. That's understandable. Yeah. And, like, when Corbin... The other day, Corbin, um... I dropped him off at my mom's house. And he was like, look, a cardinal. And I was like, yeah, it's probably Grandpa visiting you. And he just started bawling his eyes out. Oh, Corbin did. Oh my goodness. Which I hate when he does, because, like, mm-hmm. like the when he first passed away, like, he didn't want to go over to my mom's house. Right, I remember that, yeah. Like, he didn't want to, like, every time we'd go over there, he would just cry. Yeah, he was scared because he wasn't going to see his grandpa. Yeah. And it breaks my heart that Corey is not going to be able to know who that is. Yeah. Because he loved both of them so much. Yeah. I'm so sorry. It's okay. So, did you get to, like, I know you kind of spoke a little bit about this, but did you get to, like, say your goodbyes and he knew you were there when, right when he was passing? Um, when he was passing away, he was kind of out of it. Like, they had him on medicine to, like, keep him comfortable, but he wasn't, like, he it was just like sleeping, I guess. Okay. Or passed out or something. Like he would snore and stuff. But the Sunday and then the Friday, he I got to say my goodbyes to him. Like I pretty much on Sunday and Monday, I pretty much sat beside his bed and held his hand the whole entire time. Like I didn't get up at all. Oh. I'm sure that made him feel, you know, like comforted. Mm-hmm. And, like, Sunday he was talking to me a little more, like, telling me, like, he wants Corbin to have all of his baseball cards, or, yeah, baseball cards, and telling me that this and that and everything, and I just wanted to be there with him. Yeah. Why everyone else was out in the waiting room talking. Yeah. I'm sure it helped him a lot, though, you know, because I, you know, if I was in that situation, I would want... Yeah, I would want people with me. I wouldn't want to be in a hospital, in the ICU, all by myself. Mm -mm. That would be poopy. Yeah. So, was anybody there, like, right, like, when he actually did pass? 
it pisses me off because like I think that the nurses knew that it was almost time to just shut the machines off okay because like the oxygen was making his nose like really dry so it would bleed so I went out there and I was like hey can you guys wipe his nose again and then they were like talking and they were like they came up to me and they they were like I think it's time and I was like me and my brother's friend were the only ones in the room like this guy's not even related to us and he was in the room my mom went down to get something to eat my brother my grandma and his siblings were out in the waiting room just talking so I texted my brother and I'm like dude you need to get in here now yeah and then that's when they like my brother came in and they shut off the machines and it was like like I was holding his hand and I was like literally watching him take his last breaths oh my gosh and then like my brother he was like I'm gonna go out and tell everyone or not I just wanted to be with my brother yeah and I went out in the waiting room and I just dropped to my knees It sucks because you never think this is going to happen to you. Yeah. I'm sorry. I'm sorry I make you cry. (laughs) It's okay. (laughs) Oh, God. So, yeah. Like, it pissed me off that no one else was in there, like, with him. Yeah. Other than me and... I mean, his friend that was there, like, grew up with my brother. So, like, he was pretty much one of my brother's brothers. Yeah. And I was really good friends with his little sister. So, it's not like he was just some random dude. Yeah. And I think he, like, mainly stayed in there because no one else was in there with me. Oh. Which is really sweet for him to do. Yeah, like, comfort. Yeah. So. And he was there for us, like, afterwards. Like when we were all crying, like hugging us and stuff. So you, so was that when that happened and you went out into the waiting room? Was that when like all of the family was there, or or was it just mainly like? It was my grandma, my two aunts, and I think my uncle. I can't remember if my uncle was there or not. Did his mom make it up there? Yeah, my grandma. She was up there. Okay, okay. Yeah, she was... You know how I felt about my grandma. Uh Sunday, Dustin, like, wanted to... He told me, he's like, if your dad was literally not on his deathbed, I would have told your grandma to shut the fuck up. Because she was arguing with me. Because my brother, my brother was coming up from Texas. Okay. It's like a 12 hour drive, I think. I don't know. And he was, he told me that he was coming. Like the doctors kept telling him, calling him and like, Hey, as soon as you get here, we need you up at the hospital. Yeah. Your dad's thirsty. He wants a drink. But then they'd call and be like, okay, he's doing okay. So if you want to go somewhere and get some sleep, you can. So, and they would, they would just do that. Like, okay, never mind. We need you up here. So, he would tell me, like, he's coming straight to the hospital, which 
it's whatever, who cares? Like you're coming straight to the hospital, that's cool. But then my grandma would say, oh no, he said he's coming to my house first. And I'm like, he literally just texted me saying he's coming to the hospital. Well, that's not what he told me. And Dustin was like, who fucking cares where he's going? Your son is on his deathbed and you're arguing about where your grandson's going. Like, why is that yeah. even a topic right now? Why is it a competition? Yeah, like, who cares where he's going? Yeah. If he goes there, he goes there. If he comes here, he comes here. Like, who fucking cares? Yeah. I was like, you should have just told her off. Tell her to shut up. Like, why are you arguing with me about this? Yeah. If anything, she should have been like, no, you know, maybe you should just go to the hospital. Exactly. Go like, see encourage, your dad. encourage him to see, yeah. I mean, I think I hear it all, and I'm just like, yep, this is a thing I hear that's going to make me hate her even more, and then there's more. <laughs> okay, so I know we kind of talked a little bit about how it messed, like, affected with, um, emotions with Corbin. Did it, do you, did you notice anything else like that really, like, hurt them, or how they coped with it, Corey or Corbin? Um, Corey didn't affect her at all just because you know she's two yeah but like Corbin would like just randomly cry just I'd be like what's wrong oh I miss my grandpa mm-hmm. like so do I I know and, and this is like his first um experience with death right yeah yeah was it is it yours this is my second because I lost grandpa. my grandpa, yeah. which was, it wasn't as hard as this, because I was only in seventh grade. Yeah. I mean, I lost it at the hospital, but it wasn't Yeah. as hard as losing your father. Yeah. And you guys were close, because your mom and dad were married for your whole life. They were married Same for household. 30, I think it would have been 35 years this year, I think. They got married in... 84. Okay. That's sad. Yeah. Um, did you, like, see how it affected your brother, your mom? I know your brother doesn't live here, but... Um, my brother, I felt like he had... Me and my sister when we talked about this, and, like, she would keep telling him, like... Because he, he didn't cry at all. Uh-huh. And she kept telling him, like... You can cry. You can let your feelings out. No one's gonna like judge you. And he's like, I know, but I just need to be strong for my mom and my sister. Oh. So like he thought he had to be strong for us. Bless him. Yeah, I know. That's why I'm. <laughs> that's why I'm glad he had to deal with all this. Yeah. Which I mean, I'm not glad he had to deal with it, but I'm. He was. He was. He would have been better at it than I would have been. I would have okay. been a mess. Yeah. And like. Like, it makes me feel bad because he didn't get to get his emotions out at the time. Yeah. Which, I mean, it, I, it would have been perfectly fine if he did. Like, he didn't have to be strong for us. He just wanted to be strong for us, which I understand that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Kind of, like, stepped up into that yeah. role. <clears throat> Is it hard for your mom without your dad, like, now, a year, a year later? Um, I'm actually really proud of how she's doing by herself. Okay. Because I, in my head, I'm like, she can't drive. Mm-hmm. How is she going to get places? Yeah. Like, she can't hardly walk. How is she going to get places? 
Yeah. But, like, she's doing, like, an f- amazing job. Like, I told her the other day, I'm like, I'm really, really proud of you, of how you're living by yourself. Because I honestly didn't think you could. Yeah. And if you know my mom, if you knew my mom before my dad passed away, you'd be like, no. This woman cannot. I always said, like, to everyone, my mom can't live without my dad. My dad can't live without my mom. Yeah. But, like, she, she's impressing me of how she's, like, I still have to help her and stuff, but how she's doing it on her own is amazing. Good. Yeah. I'm glad to hear that. Mm-hmm. I know, like, people are worried about, you know, maybe placing her in a home and stuff like that. We talked about that in the other episode. <laughs> that pissed me off. Yeah. Like, you're going to put my mom in a home for mentally handicapped people? Yeah. And look at her. She's doing it. Like, she's living on her own. Yeah. And, like, they, like, it pisses me off because I understand that's their in-law. Like, my dad's family is my mom's in-laws or whatever. Right. But no one ever goes over there and visits her. No one ever, like, calls her to see how she's doing. She has to call them. Mm-hmm. And it's just annoying because she's still your family. Yeah. I mean, yeah, basically because they were together for so long. Mm-hmm. And they literally live, like, my grandma lives 13 miles from my mom. And her family, your mom's family, where do they live? They live in North Carolina, Florida, and Georgia. Exactly. So... I mean, all of her family is his family. Yeah. That she has close. And my grandma goes to church right up the road from where my mom lives. But she can't ever take time to go and see how she's doing. Visiting. Yeah. It's really annoying. Yeah. Thank God she has an awesome daughter. I try. (laughs) So, um, what do you miss most about your dad? It's funny because when I was little and like football would be on, he was like the biggest Ohio State fan on Aww. earth. And I hated being home when they were playing because if they were losing, I had to like turn my TV up to the <laughs> highest volume Aww. because he'd be out there yelling. Yeah. And I miss hearing him yell at the TV. Because of football? Yeah. I miss walking into my mom's house with like the TV because he had bad hearing. Yeah. The TV would be up all the way and it'd be so loud. <laughs> you have to scream, Mom! Yeah, exactly. <coughs> oh. I'd have to scream, Hi, Dad! How are you? <laughs> what? Like, turn on TV. But now when we walk in, it's like super, super quiet. Yeah. And it's just, it like, my. When my dad passed away, my, his car was at my grandma's house. My mom can't drive. Okay. So my uncle, my mom's brother, came up and fixed up my mom's house, and his payment was my dad's car. Mm-hmm. And no one told me that they were bringing the car from my grandma's to my mom's. Okay. So I pull into my mom's driveway, and I see his car, and I just lose it. Oh. Because the last time I seen the car in the driveway, he was alive. Yeah. And I walk in the house, and Mom's like, what's wrong? I'm like, I just didn't expect to see his car. Yeah. And my uncle was like, oh, my God, I'm so, so sorry. I should have told you. I'm so sorry. I feel so bad. And I'm like, it's okay. It just, like, I wasn't expecting it. Yeah. I'm not mad. I just wasn't expecting to see his car at my mom's house. Oh. I'm sorry. It's 
So um, if you could tell your dad anything, what would you tell him? I love him, I miss him. You're a great dad. Oh, yeah. I'm sorry I was an asshole kid <laughs> most of the time and argued with you. Oh. I'm sorry I stole your Harry Potter movies. <laughs> he likes Harry Potter? Oh, he loved Harry Potter. Oh, I didn't yeah. know that. He, he had the ones I didn't have. Okay. So, like, I snuck them out of the house one day. Okay. <laughs> and I was like, hey, I'm going to borrow these. <laughs> Never gave them Never back. Never gave them back. <laughs> and then he went out and bought the ones that I took. Yeah. So now I have those as well. <laughs> you got doubles. I got double of some of them. Oh, that's amazing. Yeah. So, overall, did your life change as like since he passed? Like, I know this is gonna sound weird, but are you when he passed? Did you feel like depressed or? Don't take this the wrong way, but relieved. Not that you wanted him to pass, but, you know, like, that he's not in pain or he's not suffering anymore. Yeah. Um, I don't think I felt depressed. Unless, I mean, I don't know what depressed feels like, so I may have been depressed. Okay. Um, but I was, like, when he first got in, when he first went into the hospital in January, like... I was talking to my cousin and I was telling her, I was like, you know, I just want to go to him and tell him it's okay to go. If you're in that much pain, it's okay. Yeah. But at the same time, I want you to stay alive and fight so you can see your grandkids grow up. Right. But I am, I mean, I'm glad he's at not having that pain anymore because that's 2007 to 2019, however many years that is. Yeah. That's a lot of years to be in that much pain. Right. So I'm glad, like, he's not suffering anymore. Right. But I'm not glad he's had to right. not suffer that way. Right, right. That so. makes sense. <clears throat> did your did your role in the family, like, your dynamic change? Like, that, you know, he was the main breadwinner, obviously, because he was the one that worked and, you know, took care of the household, you know, mowed the grass, I'm sure, all that good stuff. Did did your role in the family change? Yes. Since he passed? Yes. Like, my brother is overseas, so he's not here. Okay. So if my mom needs something, I have to go get it for her. So you... Yeah, which, I mean, I don't mind doing it. Mm-hmm. Like, I talk to her about, like, doing it on, like this may sound selfish but on my time yeah like she doesn't just randomly call me and be like hey bring me some milk yeah well you also have a job and stuff too yeah so if like she's watching the kids she'd like hey can you stop at Kroger and get me this okay and like the like when her brother came up her other brother he's like really good with like financial stuff so he's like taking care of all of her bills and stuff like she sends it to him and then he pays it out of her account or whatever and um, he told me, if you ever have to take your mom somewhere or buy her something, give her the receipt, send it to me, and we'll pay you back. Okay. But I told my mom, like, don't worry about that. Like, you watch my kids for me for free. That's payment enough. Aw, you're so sweet. Okay. So you're, like, she helps you with taking care of the kids, like, obviously when you're working and stuff. Mm-hmm. But you are, like, the main caretaker then. Yeah, like, I go over there and, like, okay. 
if she needs to like go to Sam's Club and get a big bulk of stuff, I take her. Sometimes I take her to church. Usually I just oversleep and then I feel bad. <laughs> but I mean, yeah, it changed. I'm definitely going to Frankfurt a lot more than I would like to. Yeah. Yeah. And she does like give me gas money here and there, which I really appreciate and Yeah. I don't mind helping her out. Mm -hmm. She also doesn't she um like get trips to town with the yeah, transit system? Yeah. She comes okay. on the bus all the time and she'll just ride it cuz she wants to ride it. She's probably bored. Yeah, which I mean I'm glad because like literally from the time she wakes up to the time she goes to bed, she just stays in her bed. And I try to tell her all the time, like, hey, you need to get up. Go for a walk. Really? She yeah. does? Even when the kids are there, she just stays in her bed. Is she depressed? I mean, she takes, she's take depressed medicine for as long as I can remember. But, like, I mean, I try to get her to get out of bed all the time. Okay. But she just wants to lay in bed and watch TV. Yeah. It's also me. Same, same Janine. <laughs> um, so, I know you kind of touched on this a little bit, but, like, were you responsible for, like, the arrangements with, like, the funeral and the finances? And I know there's a lot that goes into it besides the grieving when someone passes. I don't, I don't have a lot of experience with death. So, like, was it... The other side of grief like was it hard to do that I like to fight was it fighting with the family I didn't the only thing I went to as far as the funeral home we me my mom my grandma my brother went there to just go over the obituary and okay. the service but as far as financially stuff I stayed out of that because my family is shits mm -hmm. and I don't know if I mentioned I know I've told you this um I was going through pictures one day to like for the slideshow mm -hmm. and <clears throat> Dustin Dustin and my mom has always bumped heads kind of like he's like Janine you can work if you want to get out of the house your mom's lazy blah 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 but he stepped up and said, hey, let your mom know if this is up to her. We'll move in with her. We'll pay the house payment, electric bill, gas bill if she has gas. Um, we'll pay all of her bills, you know, except for like her phone bill and her personal bills. And I guess she told my dad's family that. And as I'm, so I'm in the bedroom looking through pictures. I go out to ask my grandma if she can make a copy of this certain picture. My aunt's in the kitchen, and she says, it's just not a good idea. They're, it's going to ruin their relationship. So I don't think anything of it. Like, okay, I don't know what you guys are talking about. And then I, like, get right in front of my grandma, probably about how far we are right now. Okay. And she looks up at me, and she goes, it's just not a good idea. It's going to ruin your and Dustin's relationship if you guys move in with your mother. So I just what? turn around, and I walk to the bedroom. And at that moment, I'm like, God, I just want to fucking get out of this place. Yeah. Like, why are you discussing this? This One, this has nothing to do with you. You're not even going to go visit my mom or help her with right. anything. So right. why does this concern you? Right. Like, you're not helping her pay her bills. And then I guess they told my mom that the only reason why me and Dustin wanted to move in with her 
to is so we could take her money. <laughs> what money? Not to be like disrespectful or anything, but your mom. Exactly. Like, why would I want? She's to take... not a millionaire. <laughs> yeah. Like, why would I want to take my mom's money? Yeah. Like, sorry, I want to help someone out. Yeah. It's your mom, first of all. Yeah. This is new for all of you guys. Mm-hmm. If anything, you guys could be there for each other and help get you guys through. Someone told me something. I forget who. I think it might have been my uncle. I can't remember who told me this. But they told me that the only reason why they have an opinion about that whole situation is because they're not involved in it. Oh, yeah. That makes sense. Because they don't have to take any responsibilities for it. Mm-hmm. Like, why is that even... Like, this is like two days after my dad passes away and you're talking about this? Like, why is that even a subject yeah. coming out of your mouth? Yeah. I feel like in movies, I know it's not always real life, but in movies, like, when this happens, they're sitting around on the floor going through pictures, reminiscing about exactly. the good times. No. Every... I went to my grandma's from Monday to this service, which was on Saturday. I went to my grandma's house every single day, and not one time did they talk to me about my dad, not ask me how I'm doing. Like, they would just sit around and talk about other people in the family. Like, like the only people that would ask me, like, how I'm doing is my mom, my brother, and my sister-in-law. That's awful. Like... dad just passed away but you're gonna sit here and talk to Taylor about her new job yeah like why you should be talking like I'm not trying to be selfish like all oh, the attention should be on me no but but at the same be time supportive yeah a family that just lost family exactly no I get it 100% and like my cousin Zoe's over here in Georgia like texting me every day like hey how are you doing yeah. we'll be up there soon mm-hmm. like that's why I think that's the main reason why I love my mom's family way more than my dad's family is because they actually fucking care. They act like family. Yeah. Like, they they literally stop their lives to come up here to, to make sure my mom is okay. Yeah. I mean, that's what you're supposed to do. But my dad's family, who lives in Ohio, can't take five minutes out of their life to go check on my mom to see how she's doing. Yeah. Are you okay? Yeah. Good job, family. It seems like, to me, that... Your mom's family cared more about him and his family than your your dad's family did. They they pretty much did. Like even when my dad was alive, they never went over my mom's house, my dad's house to visit them. Yeah. They never like my mom would always have to call my grandma to see how she's doing. That's it was awful. always my grandma's house for like birthdays and holidays and crap. So it's crazy. I know, like, um, I went to his service. What well, I showed up to the service. I'm sorry about this. It's okay. It's, it's I funny. hate funerals and services. Okay, I hate good, them. Because I never really got to talk to you about this, and I feel bad about it. I felt bad about it. I just, I was like, man, I should have stayed longer. But I was like, I feel really weird going into situations like that. Mm-hmm. And I'm really sorry. It's okay. I wish I was there more, you know. I got to stay the whole time. It's okay. Okay, I'm sorry. No, it's perfectly fine. Because I hate... Yeah. I hate viewings. I hate funerals. Hospitals. All of that. I hate... Yeah. I hate all of them. Yeah. 
So I don't, I'm not mad at all that you didn't stay. Okay. If it wasn't my dad, I probably wouldn't have stayed the whole time either. Okay. I just, it's just so sad because, like, I remember when I first started working here, he would get sick and he'd go in the hospital, but it wasn't like, it was just like for his pain management type thing. And then like that one accident at work. And then it just, for me, looking into it, the situation, not being a part of the situation, just looking from it, it feels like it went by so fast. Like it just happened so fast. Like he got really sick that one day at work and then never got real much better. And then he was, he just passed. Yeah. Like it, it felt like it was so fast for me to watch. Yeah, I feel the same. Like, I think his last time when he was at home was maybe January, like, or December, like, 30th or 31st or January 1st. He was in, he was up at Columbus for the whole month of January. Wow. That's crazy. You know what? No, that's a lie because he was in the hospital for Christmas. He was? Yeah, because my mom, I was far, I was arguing with my mom because she wanted to, she wanted me to go up there and pick her up on Christmas Eve so she can go to my grandma's. And I kept telling her, like, Mom, you cannot leave him in the hospital by himself. On a holiday. On Christmas. Yeah. And then my dad would get on the phone, Tabitha, just come get your mom, it's fine, I'll, I'll be fine. And I'll be Aww. like, no, I'm not leaving you up there by yourself. Yeah. So he was up, he was in the hospital before Christmas. Wow. <clears throat> Like, I wish I would have went up there yeah. more to visit him. But in my mind, I'm like, he's going to get out in a couple yeah, days. Yeah, like, we, it wasn't, ex- I mean, yeah, he was sick. But I don't feel like it was not like he wasn't going to get out and come back home again. Yeah. It's just so sad. I, hate, I just hate that for you and your family. So, um, do you want to talk about this? I don't know if you do, but a lot of times grief looks so different to other people like the way that you grief will be different the way I grieve what did it look like for you like was it like loud ugly cry when it first happened yeah like when I went out in the waiting room and just dropped to my knees and started like cry yelling like I just I felt like I was in a dark room just screaming at the top of my lungs really yeah and then, like, it would, like, I would quiet down, but I would still be crying. Okay. I mean, that's pretty much what I did, like, every day for, not every day for a week, but, like, I would just randomly start crying. Yeah. So, I don't know what other people... D- was it, like... Did you ever get, like, angry? Because I know a lot of people, like, sometimes they get angry. Well, I don't know if it's just, like, I guess, I don't know. Did you ever get angry? At my family. Okay. Like, I didn't get mad. Like, I know, like, some movies and TV shows are like, I'm pissed off that he just had to die or blah, blah, blah. Yeah. But I never did anything like that. Okay. I was just pissed at my dad's family for being a shitty family. Yeah. When they should have been there. For, yeah. If anything, not even for you or or his mom, but they should have been there for you and your mom. But they should have definitely 100% for anybody else should have been there for him. Yeah. And I just, I don't get that vibe from them. They... I'm trying to explain this. 
because even my mom's family notices this, like, they'll be a family when people that aren't in the family are around to, like, show. Yeah. Pretty much. Okay. Like, show and tell. Yeah. This is my family. We're happy. But really, it's like, you don't care about me at all, because I feel that. Yep. And... It's just really annoying because at the time that I needed my family the most, they weren't around. It's just really annoying. Like, are 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 like it makes me wonder like when Taylor's dad passes away or mom passes away because my mom, my dad and her mom are siblings. Okay. Like when her mom passes away. Are they all going to act the same way they did towards me? Or are they going to like, oh my god, are you okay? Are you okay? Yeah. How are you doing? How are you doing? I'm sure it's going to be the second way. Definitely going to be the second way. Because I just don't... She's like the prized golden child, the best thing that God's ever blessed this earth with. Like, I know. Yeah. It's a lie, but... And it sucks that like... Like, I understand everyone has their favoritism. I get that. You know? Completely understand. But make it a little less obvious. (laughs) Yeah. Hide it better. Yeah, like, at least act like you care about me. Or tell you to fuck off. Don't be fake about it. And, like, the way they, they try, in my experience with you and them, is, like, they don't even do a good job pretending. Yeah, and my cousin told you this, and I didn't know this until she told me this. My cousin Erica had to hear from her boss that my dad passed away. Yeah, that's sad. Never. Like, you can't call, hey, Erica, your Uncle Mike just passed away. Yeah. She has to hear it from someone who we're not even related to. And if I wasn't friends with her boss's wife, she, who knows how long it would have been until she found out. Probably until it was posted on Facebook, honestly. Yeah. When, yeah, when she said that, I was shocked. Like, I couldn't, I couldn't believe. I mean, it's awful. Like, I, I feel bad. Because I'm like, I could have told her. But at the same time, you like... You were grieving It's your not father. in my head, like, hey, text Erica and let her know. Because in my head, I'm like, okay, they're going to let everyone know. Right. Because I'm sure... You know what? Fuck it. I'm sure Bailey knew as soon as it happened. Yeah. Yep. Like... Yep. Why wouldn't you let everyone know? Yeah. When it happened. And you're grieving the loss of your dad. I, I almost want to say, because I don't know what it's like, I've never experienced, like I said, this firsthand, but I feel like there's like a ladder, like just picture a ladder, like, and then the person that passes is the ladder, and like the top one is like the most important to like the least important, like that they're all important, but ranks, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, the wife and the kids, you know, are the top. They spent the majority of their whole entire life. Your entire life was nothing but your mom and dad. Yeah. Your His mom and dad's life had 
you know, their parents, his, their in-laws and their kids and all of that. So you know what I mean? Yeah. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. So I feel like you guys are like the top two of the ladder and then it goes to like parents and then family and then close friends, you know, like stuff like that. And you guys should have been taken care of first, most importantly. Like, I know they lost their son, but... That's my dad. That's your dad. And it wasn't like a a child's son, you know? Mm -hmm. He had his own children. Mm -hmm. Does that make sense? Yeah, I mean, I... Dustin says that all the time. Like, he says it... Like, I... When he told, because he told me, and you know this, I think they know this too, like, he doesn't do forced family fun anymore. Yeah. And he told me, he was like, I understand your grandma lost her son. Yeah. But your mom lost her husband. Yeah. That she spent 35 years with. Yep. Your grandma probably only spent, like, 18 years with your dad. Yeah. In the same household. Yeah. Your mom spent 30-some years. You spent 30-some years. You know? Well, 20-some years. Sorry. <laughs> You're not that old. <laughs> See, I under, I completely I completely get what you're saying. And I agree, but that's not how... It was more like they turned the ladder upside down. Yeah. And that's me, how, my mom... We're Gary, at the bottom. My brother was still up top because, you know, he's the favorite grandchild. Because he's yeah. in the military. military. So... He's at way up here. But then they're up here. Yeah, and then, like, his brothers and sisters are up here. My cousins are up here. Erica's down here with me because, you know, it's Erica. <laughs> <laughs> and, like, friends, family, and it's... You and your mom, yeah. It's ridiculous. Yeah. Like, take a, they just need to take a step back and be like, whoa, maybe we are assholes. Yeah. For treating them this way. I just wish that they would, like, take a mirror to themselves and look at how they act. And the hurtful things that they do. Yeah, like, I called my grandma yesterday because I found some stuff out on my family tree. And, like, the way she answered the phone was like, what do you want? Ugh. I was, she answered hello, and I was like, hey, grandma. She's like, yeah. I'm like, why did like I even bother. call you? Yeah. Why did I even call you to tell you this cool, awesome news that I just found out? Yeah. That's sad. Like, fuck off. I'm sorry. Like, I wish I was a bitch. I wish I was your grandma. I wish... (laughs) And then Corey would have an awesome grandma. (laughs) Like, I wish I didn't care about people's feelings and just tell her to fuck off. Like, this is how you treat me, and it's wrong. Yeah. Because you don't treat anybody else like this. But, I mean, there's some some people that when you do bring this to their attention, they'll just like, nah-uh, that's not how I act. Nah-uh, you're just crazy. Yeah. And they flip it on you. I feel like she's that type. I could be wrong, but I feel like she's that type. she probably is. She probably is. Yeah. I mean, you can, like, Glenda knows my grandma very well. Yeah. She fucking hates my grandma. <laughs> hates her with a passion. And my grandma has always hated Glenda. No idea why. No really? idea. Really? Yeah. Like, I've, you know, I've met Glenda before kindergarten or preschool. Mm-hmm. My grandma's never had more than, like, maybe... A recent conversation with her. What? You can't stand her for some reason. That's so odd. 
She's such a judgy person. Not Glinda, your grandma, but mm-hmm. she's such a judgy person. She is, and it's ridiculous. Like, get off your high Don't horse. Don't you wish, like, you could just swap out Zoe for Bailey? Yes. I mean, Taylor. <laughs> I don't give a fuck anymore. Fuck all of them. <laughs> yeah. If, like, a wizard came up to me right now and said, hey, I'll grant you one wish, what is it? I'll be like, take my dad's side of the family, kick him out of Ohio. Get out. Get the fuck out. Put my mom's family, all of them, up here in Ohio. Yeah. Or let me, let us go live where they Me, live. you, and Zoe, we could be like the power trio. It'd be so much fun hanging out with her. It is. She's fucking hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> Zoe, I love you. <laughs> so, um, back to this. What advice would you give someone going through the same situation that lost, you know, not even a parent, just like a, a close loved one? Um... Don't let out your feelings. Let out your feelings. Don't think you need to keep them inside. Okay. To protect others or whatever. If you need to cry, you cry your heart out. Yeah. And if someone wants to judge you, tell them to shut the fuck up. Yeah. Because that's someone that you lost. Yeah. And just be there for the ones that it affects the most. Mm-hmm. Like if you're like if you're someone who you're best friend just lost, I don't know, their dog. Just be there for your best friend. (laughs) Yeah. And don't, don't, I'm trying to find the words to explain this. Okay. Don't think you're hovering too much over the person that just lost someone. Okay. That's good advice. Like, don't think you have to give them space. Because you might think, oh, they're, they just lost someone. They probably want to be alone. But that's yeah. the last thing on their mind. Like, okay, I didn't want to be alone at all. That's how that's I mainly, always thought. That's mainly why I went to my grandma so many, like, throughout the whole entire week. Because I didn't want to be at home by myself. Okay. I wanted to be with my family. Yeah. Even though I hate them most they of the time. I feel bad. Yeah. That's good advice, because I, I would have expected, I always thought, you know, when someone loses something, yeah, give their condolences, think about them, reach out to them, but also give them their space. Don't give them space. Okay, smother them. Smother them. With like a blanket. Yeah. And a pillow. Buy them some chocolates. Okay. Buy them some Harry Potter stuff. <sighs> I should have bought you chocolates. <laughs> I'm the worst friend ever. <laughs> it's okay. I mean, I could still take some chocolates if you want to give me some. <laughs> okay, I'll bring them Friday. <laughs> oh, this was very emotional. It was very emotional. I'm really glad that you did this. Thank me you too. for bring, being brave enough to do this and help people dealing with the same situation because not everybody can relate and think about the same things, you know? Yeah, for sure. And people grieve differently and this might help people like you yeah like okay this is what i should do because my friend just lost whoever yeah or i just lost whoever it's okay if i'm acting like this yeah so you're welcome everybody (laughs) you're funny (laughs) anything else you would like to add um i mean we have a crisis hotline if any of you are going through this or know someone that you're going through this, you can call or text 919-231-4525 or 
or 1877-235-4525. Okay. So and it's cold. it's it's free. Yeah, it's toll free. Okay. Awesome. Well, that's all for this episode. Sorry if we made you cry. <laughs> and um, we're going to be thinking about your dad for this whole week and, you know, your mom and your brother and Corbin. Remembering his memory and keeping that alive. That's important, too. Yeah, definitely. And please join us next week. For our episode being a working mother and if you are a working mother and you need advice for something message us on Facebook we want to answer some questions or Twitter or Twitter don't be reading Donald Trump's tweets read ours I don't even get on Twitter what I don't know Twitter I don't get it I like Twitter I don't understand it (laughs) (laughs) all right everyone thank you so much for joining us and please come back next week Bye. Bye.